Charles Ogletree Esquire, Harvard Law Professor. Dot dot from the presumption of guilt, the arrest of Henry Louis Gates Jr., I examine the race and class dimensions of the Gates arrest by looking at how other successful, prosperous, and noteworthy African-American men, who are by no means alone in experiencing problems of racial profiling, have grappled with a wide range of encounters not only with police but with countless everyday citizens and found themselves being judged by the color of their skin rather than the content of their character. We are pharmacists not drug dealers. Bye. Norman J. Clement RPH, DDS, Norman L. Clement Farm Tech, Malachi F. McCandle Farmed, Joseph Salvo Esquire, Lynn Michelle Clark, Rev. C.T. Vivian, Jelani Zimbabwe Clement, B.S., M.B.A., Willie Gignard B.S., Brom Fisher Esquire, Joseph Webster M.D., Esther Hyatt Ph.D., Brom Fisher Esquire, Michelle Alexander, Deborah Lynn Shepard, B.S., Kudjo Wilding, Barris E. Muchet, Strategic Advisor. Norman J. Clement, Aaron Howard, Lynn Michelle Clark, Rick Fertile demand the return of our DEA pharmacy control substance registrations immediately. The Raw Truth on America's So-Called War on Drugs The U.S. War on Drugs is a race war, caste, President Biden must seek to end. The United States War on Drugs has been a targeted race war, a targeted color caste war, and President Joseph Biden must seek its end by shutting down the United States Drug Enforcement Administration and move towards formatted policies of lifetime treatment of chronic chemical addiction disease and there will be no easy fix. 4, 22, 23, 24. These authors request President Biden and his upcoming administration begin with an extensive oversight of 50 years of failed drug policies based on truth and reconciliation or we are guaranteed to undermine our country's future. 33. White opioids, race in the war on drugs that wasn't. 34. The intersectionality of complacent behavior in medicine. This article examines the intersectionality of conflict between medical healthcare practitioners such as physicians, dentists, pharmacists, and federal drug law enforcement which has fostered a culture of sidestepping the Constitution and the failure to protect human rights. We further explore the intersectionality of how law and color caste, race, operates and troubling aspects of the dehumanization of patients' health care, practitioners' diagnosis, and medical science by DEA, DOJ. More specifically, how professional organizations, journalists, political leaders have been complacent, while the distribution of power has become unequal, what we have ignored we are enabling and have permitted. 4, 4a. We know when we are being lied to. They have devalued their own professional training standards and medical protocols, education, and accepted their fate out of fear of DOJ, DEA. They are complacent of DEA behavior, and the red line they've pretend to draw in the sand is one always moving backward. Until, some unlikely persons within these professions, in the face of these adversities, with grit and determination, scrappy, and unbowed, and whose pens will be mightier than DOJ, DEA swords, will stand up and say enough is enough. 4, 4A, 9, 10, 27. Narcotic analgesic medications or opioids. For many physicians, the prospect of opioid prescriptions evokes a visceral reaction that is perhaps unique among medications. While other commonly prescribed medications that do not induce such feelings may be arguably more toxic or have narrower therapeutic indices, for example insulin or digoxin, the risks associated with long-term narcotic analgesic medications used for pain from conditions other than cancer should not be underestimated. 17, 23. Understanding multimodal therapies and re-evaluating pain management. The development of tolerance, the potential for abuse and misuse, and a lack of understanding as to the indications for use all contribute to physician angst. Over the last two decades, 
changing perspectives in the U.S. regarding narcotic analgesic medications, opioids, along with synergistic drug combinations such as COX inhibitors, benzodiazepines, tricyclic antidepressant prescriptions, so-called cocktails, have followed advances in basic science, as well as hard-learned clinical experience. 17, 25. Why we need to end the war on drugs. Due to the complexity of pain, such as nociceptive pain, inflammatory pain, neuropathic pain, etc., patients are often prescribed multiple analgesic drug classes resulting in multiple oral dosages a day. Accordingly, if one can stop or reduce peripheral sensitization, outside pain, then one can stop or reduce central sensitization, central pain, to and from the spinal cord and brain. The World Health Organization, reported in 2003 complexity of regimen is one of four reasons for noncompliance, these are the challenges of pain management. 25. Pain management, is a specialty that is treated by and large by general practitioners, dentistry, and pharmacists on the front lines, and education is warranted. 25. The Drug Wars in Color Cast. Dan Baum, writer for Harper Magazine reported April 2016, an interview he conducted with Watergate conspirator John Ehrlichman, who served as Nixon's domestic policy advisor, Ehrlichman explained, the purpose behind the Nixon's war on drugs. The Richard M. Nixon campaign in 1968, and the Nixon White House after that, had two enemies, the anti-war left and black people. Do you understand what I'm saying? We knew we couldn't make it illegal to be either against the war or black, but by getting the public to associate the hippies with marijuana and blacks with heroin, and then criminalizing both heavily, we could disrupt those communities. We could arrest their leaders, raid their homes, break up their meetings, and vilify them night after night on the evening news. Did we know we were lying about the drugs? Of course, we did. 1, 2, 12. Hoover and Nixon. J. Edgar Hoover, director of the FBI stated the greatest threat to the American society was Negroes becoming organized, thus he throughout his 52 years conducted his agency campaign of surveillance of all black folk, just being black was enough to get yourself spied on by J. Edgar Hoover's FBI, according to Betty Medzger, January 22, 2014 article in The Nation magazine, Racism and Discrimination. 8, 19. Jim Crow. Given the times of massive oversight of the FBI, the Nixon administration as a matter of convenience chose the new reconstituted DEA to supplant the role of the mission of Hoover's FBI. The Federal Bureau of Investigation had been traditionally used to undermine and destroy black people, arrest their leaders, and disrupt every form of their commerce. The DEA supplanted the same historical mission as the FBI. 19. The U.S. war on drugs has had a profound role in reinforcing racial hierarchies. Although black Americans are no more likely than whites to use illicit drugs, they are six to ten times more likely to be incarcerated for drug offenses. Meanwhile, a very different system for responding to the drug use of whites has emerged. 3-4. According to Eric Sherman, the drug war was an excuse to lock blacks, of the subordinate caste, and protesters up. The realization that Nixon turned the U.S. justice system into a private army to punish those who didn't love him for too many good reasons is shocking. That this is news today, and that the mechanisms once started as a personal vendetta continue to crush people born to the wrong parents, should be nauseating. Eric Sherman writes. And so, the United States government developed a major policy, with massive implications on spending and societal impact, to declare that two classes of people should be destroyed, locked up if possible, for the convenience and pleasure of people in power. The justice system was warped into a private enforcer. DEA, the government's mobsters. The DEA has been given permission to investigate people protesting George Floyd's death. 
So the war on drugs in America has been one high hoax, at its inception. The agency was formed on a fraudulent narrative to undermine black intellectual leadership and liberal-minded progressive sympathetic white folks. The DEA was tasked with classifying drugs and establishing controls on them. DEA's mission is to enforce the controlled substances laws and regulations of the United States and bring to the criminal and civil justice system of the United States, or any other competent jurisdiction, those organizations and principal members of organizations involved in the growing of marijuana. DOJ, DEA has instead ignored scientific evidence and blocked research into the medical benefits of certain drugs, including marijuana. While black pharmacies are targeted as if they are the initiator of diversionary practices. We as pharmacists, Dennis challenged the DEA and DOJ by changing our expectations and beliefs about our God-given talents about ourselves, with no limitation to exist on this planet as human beings. Jack Folson The government attacks your ability to generate income until you succumb to their criminal activity. The DEA has acted as an unregulated medical agency policing medical facilities and medical practices without legal standards and grounds and the DEA administration court system body, which operates within the Department of Justice, DOJ, like a runaway unconstitutionally entity, and immune to all laws of governance to all courts within the justice system. 26. Most importantly the entire premise of the opioid epidemic to which the American government has wasted billions and billions of dollars have rested upon seriously flawed foundations and whose pathophysiology fails to sync with science. Exclamation mark. How many years has pain and anxiety been around? 2. How many years has the DEA been around? 3. How does one legislate pain and anxiety? The DEA and the DOJ have concocted their own reality based on junk science and so-called experts lacking in the various discipline aiding and abetting in DEA's fictitious reality resulting in undermining medical treatment and contributing to enormous disparities in the delivery of healthcare to the population's need of treatment. Notwithstanding their nefarious actions has defrauded the American taxpayer out of billions of dollars, 8, 9. DEA rate at Pronto Pharmacy August 29, 2019. DEA used to target and disrupted protesters of George Floyd death and operating outside the scope of their mission. According to Frank Filiuzzi, former assistant director for counterintelligence at the Federal Bureau of Investigation states, We are in trouble the DEA has been given permission to investigate people protesting George Floyd's death, here below video Frank Filiuzzi slash XM 127 Stephanie Miller show. Former FBI intel exposes DEA being used to spy on protesters. As reported by BuzzFeed News, the Justice Department gave the agency the temporary power to enforce any federal crime committed as a result of the protests over the death of George Floyd. https colon slash slash www.buzzfeednews.com slash article slash Jason Leopold slash George Floyd Police Brutality Protest Government. Jails, Prisons, and Drugs, the Targeting of Young Black Males. The United States Department of Injustice, Justice. John Conyers, D. Detroit, Chairman Government Operations Committee 1990. During the 1990 Congressional Black Caucus Weekend, a discussion led by Professor Dr. Ron Daniels. The panel discussed the question of crime and drugs in relation to young black men. Topics discussed included the amount of money spent on law enforcement versus crime prevention and does race influences the death penalty. See link below Chairman John Conyers, D. Detroit, Jail, Prisons, and Drugs, the Targeting Young Black Males, Omnibus Crime Bill, 1990. https://www.cspan.org/video/question mark14263-1/jails prisons drugs. The Liberation of Black Drug Users.
Pain Management, a Fundamental Human Right DEA's Pain Fraud Scam, The Brennan, Carr Report et al., 2007. Frank Brennan, Dan Carr, and Michael Cousins et al., provide us with a treatise on the consequences and causes of neglect of pain in medicine. The bioethical principle of justice, seeking the equitable distribution of healthcare, is the greatest challenge to inadequate pain management worldwide. However admirable the ideal of pain management as a universal human right, the reality is a world in which massive resource discrepancies preclude the fulfillment of such a right, 693. Thus, unequal access to pain relief is but one example of the broader problem of health disparities that arise due to inequities of socioeconomic status or from membership in a minority racial or ethnic group. 6. 29. Unfortunately, the law has not moved all in one direction. In fact, after some promising developments in 2001 and early 2003, the Drug Enforcement Administration, DEA, took steps backward by withdrawing the consensus document described by Brennan et al. and issuing policy statements that went in the opposite direction. Even the National Association of Attorneys General expressed concern that state and federal policies are diverging with respect to the relative emphasis on ensuring the availability of prescription pain mediations to those who need them. 28. Human Rights Watch Magazine writes. Human Rights Watch investigated parallel construction from April 2016 to October 2017 using interviews, court records, documents disclosed by the government, and media reports. In this report we detail how the practice is a technique that, the evidence suggests, is employed frequently and possibly even daily. Has roots in strained and untested government interpretations of U.S. Supreme Court and other cases, cases that in fact have never explicitly provided a license for officials to deliberately avoid telling defendants the truth about investigative methods in order to conceal practices that might raise legal concerns. May be employed by a range of federal agencies responsible for investigating suspected violations of criminal and immigration law in particular, is employed by a part of the Drug Enforcement Administration, DEA, known as the Special Operations Division, SOD, at least part of which has been nicknamed the Dark Side and which the evidence suggests is responsible for passing tips to various law enforcement bodies with the expectation that those tips will not be revealed in court. Regularly relies on pretextual stops and searches of vehicles, an exercise of police powers that is sometimes known as a wall stop or whisper stop, and that risks becoming unlawfully coercive. An investigation by the Justice Department's Office of the Inspector General regarding the DEA's use of administrative subpoenas to obtain broad collections of data or information, including the use of parallel construction or other techniques to protect the confidentiality of these programs, remained ongoing the time of writing. 28. Mother Winnie Maddie Kizella Mandela, Johannesburg, South Africa. DEA's campaign of tyranny to control the field of medicine of your THRU fear and intimidation How did we get here? The United States Justice Department along with the U.S. Drug Enforcement Administration has created a slippery slope of analysts to justify moving in under public health threat, probable cause a simple close examination of the order to show cause, OTSC, or record shows no the warrants to be fraud defected. The question becomes how is it they've been able to get away with this for so long? 28. Prosecution of Physicians for Opioid Prescribing According to Brennan, Carr, and Cousins et al., July 2007 article. Early in the present decade, two important developments occurred in the United States. First, concern about diversion and illicit use of prescription opioids increased as instances of OxyContin misuse and abuse, some fatal, became more common. Second, 
a consensus emerged between pain clinicians and opioid regulators that the twin public policies of adequate pain management and restriction of illicit opioid use should be pursued concurrently and with mutual respect. This doctrine of balance reached its high watermark in August 2004, when the DEA posted a series of frequently asked questions, FAQs, and answers about the use of medications, particularly opioids, in pain management, on its website. 6. These FAQs were prepared by a blue-ribbon panel of clinicians and regulators. Three months later, concurrent with its prosecution of a physician for an inappropriate opioid prescription, the DEA abruptly withdrew its support for this consensus statement and removed the FAQs from its website. To pain clinicians, a major inconsistency had emerged between best clinical practice and the potential for regulatory scrutiny and prosecution for opioid prescription. 6. After years of reassurance by the DEA that legitimate, appropriate opioid prescription would not attract liability, its 2004 actions had a chilling effect. In late 2006 the DEA made a concession to clinicians' anxieties and fears by their patients of decreased access to medications by proposing to amend its regulations to allow physicians to provide patients with multiple prescriptions of the same Schedule II, controlled, substance to be filled sequentially to provide up to a 90-day supply. As of early 2007, the FAQs have not been reposted and the physician in question remains imprisoned. This and other, less well-known prosecutions of physicians who prescribed unusually large quantities of opioids suggest inconsistencies between the educational efforts of some government agencies to encourage the appropriate prescribing of pain medications, and prosecution by other agencies of physicians who do so. 6. Most opioid-related deaths involve illicit substances, such as heroin and fentanyl. Overdose deaths related to prescription opioids have both declined significantly in recent years. Nevertheless, the federal government has committed to further restricting the availability of opioid pain medications. To that end, the Department of Justice, DOJ, has implemented an aggressive effort to Awesome's affiliate. The Tennessee Society of Addiction Medicine Physicians have been charged with a crime. Prescription opioid medication. Shut down rogue prescribers and pharmacists. Raided, searched, and investigated a past president of the American Academy of Pain Medicine, AAPM, the editor-in-chief of the Practical Pain Management Medical Journal, the immediate past president of the American Society of Addiction Medicine, ASAM, and others. The fear of DEA action, in particular, may lead doctors to avoid patients with chronic pain, although there is more to that avoidance than concerns about the DEA, and may steer those who do treat chronic pain patients with controlled substances to undertreat their pain. However, the practice management techniques described in the medical board guidelines will help to reduce those risks considerably. 6. And the Lord instructed Paul, Do not be afraid, keep on speaking, for I am with you. Joseph L. Webster, S.R., M.D., M.B.A., F.A.C.P., B.S. Pharmacy. The orderly flow of a prescription from the doctor to the patient, via the pharmacist, clearly outlines where the diagnosis has to come from. It is statutorily the purview of the pharmacist to inspect and assure that the drug that is being given is safe and has no known incompatibilities with the patient and its holistic environment. DX, MSI.26M48.0, Non-Acute Pain It is not the purview nor is the pharmacist trained to challenge the diagnosis of the physician and to do so verbally or otherwise with the patient. It erodes the doctor-patient relationship and destroys the confidence of the patient in his slash her physician. At the very least it is unethical and may very well be a HIPAA violation and beneath the standard of care as a pharmacist. Any healthcare provider that is licensed to prescribe is governed by the set of conditions and circumstances under which a prescription can be written. 
Thus it is illegal to write a prescription for a person that the prescriber has not conducted the chain of authority that would qualify him slash her to write a prescription, history and physical examination, formulation of a diagnosis, and discussing such with the patient as well as the proposed manner of treatment in a culturally sensitive and ethically appropriate manner, and provision of an opportunity for the patient to question and discuss alternative forms of treatment, etc. Once the provider has met all of the aforementioned and other requirements to write a prescription, then and then only should a healthcare practitioner write a prescription. Furthermore, as stated above, a pharmacist is not authorized to write a control prescriptions by any of the regulatory boards of health. We are to be unseen. It is my professional opinion that the pharmacist in question had no reason and more importantly the pharmacist had no power to question or interrogate each provider on each prescription that is received as long as the safety, efficacy and convenience of the medications being prescribed meet the standards of medication dispensing. Any given medication can be and certainly will be given for multiple different diagnoses and it is not even feasible for the pharmacist to contact and question each and every diagnosis. 30. American Medical Association affirms CDC narcotic analgesic and anxiety guidelines to be incorrect. Addiction, abuse, and misuse. The distinction between tolerance and addiction should be emphasized. Most opioid-tolerant patients do not exhibit signs of addiction. Once again, individual variability characterizes the development of addiction, making outcome prediction difficult. 3. But some features are associated with increased risk for addiction, increasing dose requirement, younger age, pre-existing mental health disorders, and prior substance abuse. 4. Significantly, aberrant behaviors have been observed in nearly a quarter of patients taking opioids for non-cancer low back pain in the U.S. 5. The current widespread use of opioids for chronic non-cancer pain created a need for vigilance in identifying patients who are abusing, unlawful use or use despite harm to the user, or misusing, use other than as prescribed, opioid medication. 17. NIH study 2017, White Opioids, Pharmaceutical Race and the War on Drugs That Wasn't. According to White Opioids, Pharmaceutical Race and the War on Drugs That Wasn't Julie Netherland and Helena Hansen published online 2017 June 28. DOI 10.1057-biasoc.2015.46pincet, PMC 5501419NIMSID, NIMS 752948MID, 28690668. In one of the only studies to explicitly look at how drug policy is used to carve out white spaces exempt from punitive more approaches, Lassiter, 2015, takes a historical look at the roots of the white opioid crisis of today. Looking back to marijuana policies of the 1970s, he states, exemptions created for white middle-class participants in the underground marketplace were not merely epiphenomenal but rather constitutive of the expansion of the carceral state, p. 127. The drug war operates because of a reciprocal relationship between the criminalization of blackness and the decriminalization of whiteness. Lassiter notes that, when the Rockefeller drug laws instituted harsh mandatory minimums, white, dominant caste, suburban youth found themselves facing significant jail time for low-level marijuana possession. Parents of white suburban youth banded together to create policy changes that exempted marijuana from the Rockefeller drug laws, essentially decriminalizing low-level possession in some jurisdictions. This was possible, in part, because of the racial dynamics and the portrayal of white youth, dominant caste, as sympathetic victims of the organized narcotics trade. 4. The DEA Courts of Injustice. The DEA operates a separate judicial tribunal system that has gone unregulated and avoided the scrutiny of the Congress of the United States. This is in reality why Walmart et al., Amicus Curie, have filed preemptive strike briefs complaint for declaratory relief against both DOJ, 
The EA because it fears disruption of commerce. 17. Why Walmart filed a preemptive strike against DEA, DOJ and why Walmart will win. In its complaint, Walmart Incorporated, Walmart, explained why it, and the pharmacy industry more broadly, need declaratory relief clarifying the scope of its obligations under the Controlled Substances Act, CSA, and its regulations. The Drug Enforcement Administration, DEA, and its parent agency, the Department of Justice, DOJ, are seeking to distract from their own failures in combating the opioid crisis by shifting responsibility to pharmacists who fill prescriptions issued by state-licensed and DEA-registered doctors. 18 Unsupported by statute or regulation, defendants have invented a slew of purported obligations, all driving toward their broader position that pharmacists and pharmacies must rigorously second-guess doctors' judgments before filling their prescriptions. At the same time, pharmacists and pharmacies face conflicting guidance and legal risk from state regulators, doctors, and patients who strenuously object to what they view as an invasion of the doctor-patient relationship and an unauthorized practice of medicine. 18, 31, 32. United States Surgeon General Jerome Adams and his brother, so why is Philip in prison and not in treatment? U.S. Surgeon General Jerome Adams. At the Behavioral Health and Opioids Conference, held April 26, 2018, United States Surgeon General Jerome Adams spoke of two personal tragedies. His brother Philip serving a 10-year sentence for drug addiction. So why is Philip in prison? Because Philip belongs to the subordinate caste in America and similar to the targeted black-owned pharmacies he is low-hanging fruit and a quota has to be met. Part 2 coming soon. For now, you are within the norms. A defiant black woman with child, Philoria, Tricola, Greece. End notes. 1 https colon slash slash harpers.org slash archive slash 2016 slash 04 slash legalize it all slash 2 https colon slash slash uairwithinthenorms.com slash 2020 slash 09 slash 30 slash the United States Department of Justice United States Drug Enforcement Administration Great Fentanyl Misinformation Campaign During the COVID-19 Pandemic Congress Must Act Now to Defund the Dea slash such as how Ms. Brianna Taylor was murdered having been erroneously targeted in an illegal raid by law enforcement. These types of illegal targeting occur too frequently and have remained hidden from the public. Congressional oversight must expand to the illegal activities of the DEA, now. 3. HTTPS colon slash slash www.statnews.com slash 2019 slash 06 slash 28 slash stop persecuting doctors legitimately prescribing opioids chronic pain slash. 4. Cast, The Origins of Our Discontents, April 2020, page 47, P.G., Wilkerson, IsabelVilkerson.com. A. Gretchen Soren and Rick Burns, African American, Driving While Black, rebroadcast November 26, 2020. Fundamental facts, space, and mobility from the very start have been unequally distributed in American life by race. XM 126, interview Laura Coates Esquire. Discussing intersectionality.https colon slash slash videopress.com slash embed slash zyke 7 mv Preload content equals metadata and HD equals 1THE Laura Coates Show XM126. 5. Yeakin or Society of Righteous and Harmonious Fists, fought courageously against Westerners mainly British, foreigner, who use opium to impose their will upon the people and resources of China, resulting in what is paraphrased as a century of humiliation which was overcome by Mao Zedong, Cho Enli, and many other heroes who sacrificed their lives to erase this foreign stain from their soil, 1948 and rebuild their great culture. 6. Brennan F., 
Car DB, Cousins M. Pain Management, A Fundamental Human Right. Annis Annalds 2007 semicolon 105-205-21. References. Cited here. View full text, PubMed Cross. Ref. 7. Snyder CA. An open letter to physicians who have patients with chronic non-malignant pain. J. Lawman Ethics 1994 semicolon 22-204-5. References. Cited here. PubMed, Cross, Ref. 8. As we noted at the beginning of this article, to this day, the Justice Department and the FBI have continued the targeting of African-American elected officials which began under Hoover's reign and continued after his death. HTTPS colon slash slash www.thenation.com slash article slash archive slash just being black was enough get yourself spy J. Edgar Hoover's FBI. References African Americans, Hoover's largest targeted group, didn't have to be perceived as having liberal, or even radical or subversive, ideas to merit being spied on. Nor was it necessary for them to engage in violent behavior to become a watched person. Being black was enough. Wikipedia Justice Department-Jack Keeney. It is not unrelated, that the senior career official in the Justice Department's criminal division, who oversees the targeting and prosecution of public officials, is John Keeney a man who got his start working in the Justice Department's internal security division in 1951, working hand-in-glove with Hoover's FBI. Think of it, Keeney spent the 1930s first two, decades, of his career working side-by-side with J. Edgar Hoover. Hoover has been dead for almost 30 years, but Jack Keeney is still a top official in Justice Department headquarters. 9. Driving While Black Film Documentary PBS 2020, Gretchen Soren, PhD, Rick Burns, Interview Laura Coates Show, XM 126 Radio, Urban View, Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 2 o'clock noon. 10. Video, The Black Pharmacist, Pronto Pharmacy, Low Hanging Fruit, Tampa, FL August 2020 HTTPS colon slash slash videopress.com slash embed slash bcleatewub. Preload content equals metadata and HD equals one low hanging fruit. 3. Coil in opioids, cancer pain, quality of life and quality of death, patient narratives, and a clinician's comments. In Meldrum ML, ed. Opioids and Pain Relief, a Historical Perspective. Seattle, IASP Press, 2003. 7. IMG underscore 0528 Lifelong Treatment PB Sing underscore 0572 Opioids No Fix No Cure. 8. HTTPS colon slash slash uairwithinthenorms.com slash 2020 slash 10 slash 04 slash the fraudulent work of Donald Sullivan PhD the Ohio State University College Pharmacy Professor of Ethics slash 11.https colon slash slash uairwithinthenorms.com slash 2020 slash 09 slash 13 slash exposing Joss criminal enterprise the Harlem Wisdom Table interviews Tyrone Humble slash embed slash hash question mark secret equals RQS0Z5T. Rap. 12. https colon slash slash www.fox.com slash 2016 slash 3 slash 22 slash 1127876 slash war on drugs racism Nixon. 13. Drug Policy Alliance, it's time to dismantle the DEAPS colon slash slash www.drugpolicy.org slash day of 5. PQ5 Ju8 Uo Kwapu 8 MNTJG1 My Brother Philip, U.S. Surgeon General Jerome Adams. 14. HTTPS colon slash slash uairwithinthenorms.com slash 2020 slash 01 slash 05 slash federal judge stops day once again in Oak Hill Pharmacy WV ruling slash. 15.
https colon slash slash www.youtube.com slash watch v equals gn mfshexo 16 miscellaneous iso okil download 17 https colon slash slash journal of slash article slash long-term opioid treatment slash 2013 18 https colon slash slash corporate dot walmart dot com slash media library slash document slash walmart v doj dea complaint slash underscore proxy document it equals 00001755522 eb2a9 fd7f69412000 19 CURL HTTPS colon slash slash www.ncb.nlm.nih.gov slash PMC slash article slash PMC 5501419 slash hashtag R28 slash 20. HTTPS colon slash slash www.wlf.org slash WP content slash upload slash 2020 slash 11 slash WLF Amicus Brief Walmart v. DEA. PDF. 21 https colon slash slash www.wlf.org slash wp content slash upload slash 2020 slash 11 slash wlf amicus brief walmart v dea pdf 22 https colon slash slash urwithinthenorms.com slash 2020 slash 12 slash 06 slash recommended great candidates to head the united states drug enforcement administration dia under president-elect joe biden slash 23 Nibarun Daskupta PhD, mile per hour, Leo Beletsky JD, mile per hour, and Daniel Sikaron MD, mile per hour https colon slash slash ife.afapublications.org slash doi slash full slash 10.2105 slash ajph.2017.304187. 24 https colon slash slash casedex.com slash case slash oak hill hometown pharmacy v Dillon, page 10. 25. LP3, Network, page 15, 17,18,19, Ken Spittle, RPH, Farmed FSCP, FACA, Pharmacotherapeutic Expert in Pain Management, Hormone Therapy, Non-Sterile, and Sterile Compounding Retired Professor of Pharmacy at the University of Findlay served as a surveyor and accreditation expert for ACHC slash CAB served as multi-term president of the National Home Infusions Association, NHIA, Branvold and Carvalho. 2014 World Health Organization, 2003 Pain Presentation Underscore Slide Handout.pdf. Miguel de la Garza, MD, DABA, DAP Board Certified Physician who practices multidisciplinary interventional pain management in four offices in the Tampa Bay area performs interventional pain procedures, specializing in minimally invasive surgical decompression of herniated discs and spinal stenosis, implantable intrathecal pump, spinal cord stimulation, and peripheral nerve stimulation. Diplomat, American Board of Anesthesiology. Diplomat, American Board of Pain Medicine. 26.https colon slash slash urwithinthenorms.com slash 2020 slash 03 slash 06 slash 824 How the DEA turns legal into illegal the story predatory prosecutions and the DEA court of the kangaroos part 2 slash embed slash hash question mark secret equals e cold. HK. Fife. 27 https colon slash slash urwithinthenorms.com slash 2020 slash 02 slash 11 slash drug enforcement agency day armed with badges guns and profound stupidity needs congressional reform or be disbanded slash 28 human right watch magazine writes 
https colon slash slash www.hrw.org slash report slash 2018 slash 01 slash 09 slash dark side slash secret origins evidence us criminal cases hash. 29. Johnson, Sandra H., J.D., Mothra Information. From the Tenant Endowed Chair in Health Law and Ethics, Center for Health Law Studies, Center for Healthcare Ethics, St. Louis University, St. Louis, Missouri. Address correspondence to Sandra H. Johnson, J.D., LLM, Tenant Endowed Chair in Health Law and Ethics, Center for Health Law Studies, Center for Healthcare Ethics, St. Louis University, 3700 Lindell Boulevard, St. Louis, Missouri 63108. Address email to johnsashitslu.edu. Anesthesia and Analgesia, July 2007, Volume 105, Issue 1, P5-7. DOI, 10.12131.0.0.0.0.268148.38688.E7. 30. HTTPS colon slash slash uairwithinthenorms.com slash 2020 slash 06 slash 17 slash when privilege takes the stand Joss Judge Mark D. Dowd and his court of the kangaroo the Congress must defund the day a slash. 31. HTTPS colon slash slash www.wsj.com slash articles slash a case against Walmart mocks justice 11609103413 question mark mod equals search results underscore pos one and page equals one. 32. HTTPS colon slash slash www.wsj.com slash articles slash Walmart's opioid whipsaw 11604012110 question mark reflink equals share underscore mobile web share. 33. HTTPS colon slash slash www.pnas.org slash content slash 113 slash 16 slash 4296. 34. America's war on drugs has played a profound role in reinforcing racial hierarchies. Although black Americans are no more likely than whites to use illicit drugs, they are six to ten times more likely to be incarcerated for drug offenses. Helena B. Hansen, an assistant professor in the Department of Psychiatry at New York University, examines the recent history of white opioids to show how a very different system for responding to the drug use of whites has emerged, in which addiction is treated primarily as a biomedical disease. Meanwhile, more punitive systems that govern the drug use of people of color have remained intact. At this seminar, Dr. Hansen argues that public concern about white opioid deaths creates an opportunity to reorient U.S. drug policy toward public health for all, and make proven harm reduction strategies widely available.